0: You're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You, you, you know what you are? You're a popcorn salesman. Worldwide Sports Radio presents the, 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 the home stretch. Alright, let's hit the field. With, with, with Tyler and friends. And friends.
1: Hello, welcome to the Home Stretch. Oh, oh boy, I love Twitter. Um, along with my co-host slash Speedy Petey, um, we have a lot to get to. Um, a very abrupt ending to home stretch last night as Matty Caps ejected too early. It's not a joke, actually. He unplugged his computer and that's why the show turned off. No harm, no foul. Now we know. But, um, yeah, so don't touch that. I'll say it for Earl Marks. Do not touch anything. So, we're going to get to a lot. Um, Jay-Z, his partnership with the NFL, I've been saving that because I figured more would come out. More has come out. And that probably means there will be a team moving to one of the boroughs or two. Take the giant hint. Take the other hint I just gave you. Also, uh, apparently, a Major League Baseball manager, who shall remain nameless right now, thinks that a mercy rule is good for baseball. Okay. And, um... I'm actually going to start this show not with Around the World in sports. Uh, no, I will, actually. I will. Because uh, uh, Yankee fans got to take their head. Listen, listen you, these Yankee fans now are starting to make me look stupid. I And I... I when you got to realize something. If you don't know baseball, you don't know baseball, and that's okay. It really is okay. But to sit here... And continuously act like we know baseball. If you've never watched a game or been to a game, and you just read stats and go, oh, yeah, that's great, stop. Please. So, uh, Speedy, whenever you're ready, if you could please.
2: Which sport is being started with and around the the, in this? Uh, golf. All right, which sport that actually has music? Is, is going to, yes. I'll go
1: football because football football's is first time. Yeah, football has got okay. three games, so. So, as I gave it away, football will start, but the BMW Championship is on, so that's kind of important, right? Golf. Um, again, it is in Medina, Illinois. Your leader is Hideki Matsuyoma at minus 12. Patrick Cantlay and Tony Bainu are tied for second. Justin Thompson tied I mean, He's actually fourth at minus 10. And Adam Hadwin at minus 9 is tied for fifth with a bunch of other guys. Uh, the Buffalo Bills are up 17-0 right now over the Carolina Panthers. The Giants are up 73 over the Chicago Bears. And the Miami Dolphins are up 3-0 over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in a uh, fight for Tampa Bay Supremacy, or Florida Supremacy. I And uh, that's it for football. That's it. Uh, we're now going to shift to Major League Baseball. Uh, no game we got played earlier in the day. Uh, so we'll just start with this, New York Mets plan playing can't say Royals. That game just started. It's at 0-0. Uh, so are the Twins and Rangers. The Atlanta Braves are beating the Dodgers right now 3-2 as uh, Cody Bellinger has taken the lead in the home run stakes. He's the first to 40. No, he's at 41. No,
2: Mike Trout got 40 yesterday.
1: Well, then Bellinger's at 41. Okay. He's got the lead this way. Yep, he's at 41. Okay. So uh, that's Bellinger's stakes. to claim. Trout and... Uh, yellows now have to rebuttal the st. Louis Cardinals are up six to nothing over the Cincinnati Reds as um, Paul the my favorite player it's <laughs> basically the reason they're up six to nothing a 2-1 bomb this year the, first of the year the Red Sox are up 3-1 over the Baltimore Orioles surprise surprise the Detroit Tigers are up 1-0 over the Tampa Bay Rays nah. Toronto Blue Jays are up 6-2 over the Seattle Manors as Glad Jr. is a first ballot Hall of Famer. <laughs> he went yard and then Gritchick went yard right after him because this game clearly has
2: for the first time today major playoff implications.
1: The Pirates are up 1-0 over the Chicago Cubs. And I'm going to be honest about this, Cubs fans. You might be the team that misses out. You might very
2: well it's be. possible. They are playing terrible it's a, baseball. It's eight teams, and for three spots, whoever wins the Central and the two Wild Cards. Right. And the Mets right now are playing way too good not to take them seriously.
1: So, add them in there too if you did are up 3-0 over the Padres. JC Romuto. best catcher in baseball in one yard. The Milwaukee Brewers Nationals are tied at one as a... Uh, Orlando Artia hit a home run with the fifth of the year. Well, 13, he's actually got the power this year. That's
2: good. Mm-hmm.
1: Yelts is over, too. He's oh. actually now two home runs behind.
2: Well, there's are still the Nationals bullpen. He's got time. And
1: he does have time. And then, of course, later today, the Colorado Rockies will take on the Miami Marlins, which means... Major playoff implications. The Giants and Diamondbacks are fighting for 500, so that's major. The Angels and White Sox start at 10, which means
2: major playoff implications.
1: And then the last game of importance really for the game is Astros Athletics and the New York Yankee game. And there's a reason it's last. are up 2-1 over the Cleveland Indians as Jose Ramirez went yard for the Indians and Sanchez and Torres over the two runs for the Yankees. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is around the world in sports brought to you by Ray's Cafe here in Hot Hog, New York. 150 Motor Parkway, great food, great atmosphere. He's got everything here. I keep saying this to you. Smoothie bar, Italian, Spanish, cold cuts, heroes, um, chicken, macaroni and cheese, macaroni and and cheese burger. Yeah, I
2: was going to say, apparently on a burger, too.
1: Always nice. And uh, yeah, that's Around the World of Sports. Brought to you by Ray's Cafe, downstairs at 150 Motor Parkway. Well, why'd you do the Yankee game last? Blah, 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 blah. So, here I am, minding my own business. And, um, this guy, I, I, I'm not even going to give him a Twitter name if he doesn't have the guts to call the show, so that's fine. <laughs> but, he apparently did this kidnap thing. So, if you get kidnapped, so without actually saying you got kidnapped, say something that people would say you got kidnapped for. So, like, clearly, this is something out of the realm of possibility, right? And, uh, the guy. His immediate response, hold on, I want to read this off the page because it's ridiculous. And the guy actually made little to no sense the entire time to the point where he said, I said Gary Sanchez is an average catcher. I not, I'm one of Gary Sanchez's biggest supporters. According to the other guy on the show, they should have traded his ass. <laughs> I didn't say that. But we'll pull it up. Overreactions. Well, that's what Yankee fans do. We overreact to everything. Yep. So, the quote is, number one, Aaron Boone sucks and needs to be fired. Now, for those of you that know this show, why would that piss me off? Well, because he's being sarcastic. Because if you get kidnapped, you're going to say something out of your normal belief. So people are like, okay, there's something clearly wrong.
2: It's like if I picked the Chargers to win the Super Bowl. (laughs)
1: Right. I would think you're on serious drugs. Right. So, and again, that's not because it's not possible. It's because I know his belief on the Chargers. So, g- team in football yeah, that's fine. but this guy clearly saying that Aaron Boone sucks and needs to be fired what he really is saying is I'm in love with Aaron Boone and he's one of the best managers in baseball I've got news for you whoever you are a he's not even the best manager in New York that would be Mickey Callaway B. And this is really the part that bothers a lot of people. He's not the best manager in his own division. No. He's not a top five manager in the American
2: League. Mm, let's see.
1: Francona. Cash,
2: Francona. Uh, Hinch. Twins manager, Baldelli. Uh, Hinch. Ned Yost. And Ned Yost, yeah. Okay.
1: Okay, then. That's five. And I didn't even dive deep.
2: Bob Melvin, too, I would say. Six.
1: Yeah. Uh, te- the Texas Rangers got a good one. Oh, the- God, Chris Woodward. Hey, listen, they're, bring him up. they're performing.
2: No, I'll, no he's, he's good. I'm just, I'm just annoyed because I hate him as a map.
1: Uh, <laughs> let it go. That's yeah. without going to the National League. So that's not including guys like Montana, uh, Montana Madden, <laughs> sorry, Bruce Bochi. Mm-hmm. I know the joke about Dave Roberts. I would take Dave Roberts, though, over Aaron Boone.
2: Well, Dave Roberts, I think, up until the 2017 World Series was good. He just, I think after that, he really messed up after that. And you want to talk about not managing a bullpen right that was very good? <laughs> that was Dave Roberts.
1: Similar to Aaron Boone. Anyway. And as all this is going on, and I'm trying to figure out how to explain to Yankee fans and I get it. He's going to win 200 games in his second year. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, yay. This guy is a genius. There's a giant problem with this. You look at that team, right? And this is going to include a lot of players that aren't playing this year because you're talking about two years of managing. Sanchez, LeMayhu. Glaber, Andujar, Torres, Didi, Judge, Stanton, Hicks, Gardner. That's ten guys. That's without diving into the bench players that everyone loves now. Gio Urshela, who oh, Aaron Boone's the reason for his success. I'm sorry. No, I credit Brian Cashman more than that. Thank for, you. For that's Boone. that. That's what every person with a brain should think. Did Geo Urishela get in the batter's box and Aaron Boone go stand in behind him and say, "Ah, swing now. Swing at this pitch right here. Aim at the bottom of your feet so you can hit it up 50 feet. No. Gio Urishela is having a breakout season. If he was on any other team, do you really give the credit to the manager? You wouldn't. You're doing it because you're a Yankee fan and you have to protect your manager.
2: This is the one thing I will give him credit for, and this is why I think he's been relatively consistent in comparison to the other, like, fringe players on this team. A lot of times managers will overreact and say, oh, this guy's hot, and jump him up in the batting order. It didn't seem like he was doing that with Urshawa.
1: That's fine. But he has pretty consistently set out the same lineup which is fine. Um, Now, that's
2: bizarre with a lineup that deep. You would think they would want to give teams different looks.
1: And Daniel Jones lost another football. Uh And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why I said during the NFL draft, do not take Daniel Jones. And for those of you wondering, two drives, two fumbles. In the preseason. Against second stringers. Some bear starters.
2: Not as much anymore though.
1: He's great when he has time.
2: So was Blake Bortles. <laughs> really? You're going to say great for and Blake Bortles in the same sentence? I, I wouldn't great. go that
1: far. Well, I wouldn't say Daniel Jones is great either. Good. No, he's Fine. not. I'm just he's saying. good. <laughs> Fine. Good. I misspoke. I'm sorry. Sue me. But back to this Aaron Boone thing. So, as I'm arguing with these numbnuts, sorry, knuckleheads, about how to explain why Aaron Boone's not the manager the Yankee fans should want, He gives you all that you need to know on a silver platter before today's game. Basically, not admitting, but stating that Major League Baseball should look into a quote-unquote mercy rule. Let's just sit here for a second. And think of any idea that would be good for this. I can't think of a single one. Uh, My colleague's a little bit more optimistic than I am. I'll ask him. Speedy? Yes. If Major League Baseball instituted a mercy rule, can you think of any positives that would possibly come from it.
2: The only one that I would think of, just because it's a long season and the way teams are structured now, they have more pitchers. The only th- reason, and I, again, I don't know how many runs it would be. I, I, I don't think you n- announced that in any stretch. I can't find it in terms of who would, how many runs it would be. But if let's say they made it like twelve runs, a twelve-run mercy rule. I'm bringing up the quote. Right it now. would again, it would save a lot of. Arms, and that's I think something that look is looked at with managing bullpens now. Why pitchers are having more Tommy John surgeries just because of the way they're developed? You're seeing more pitching injuries as a whole, and you're seeing pitchers drop off more suddenly, especially higher end pitchers this year than you've, you're seeing before. So that would be the one upside is where again you you don't have to waste pitchers, and you don't have to waste pitchers you would normally use just to waste pitchers and wear them out saving them in other roles where they're trying to preserve your better pitchers long term. So that's really again the only one I could think of. And again, it's not going to be every game. How often does a team win or lose by 12 runs every year is it it's hard. Baseball's still a game where that doesn't happen all the time. That so would I have probably the exact be quote whenever you're ready. That would probably be like let's say we'll take a an extreme any extreme team. If you're extremely good or extremely bad. You hear
1: a single word I just You're just... going
2: to No, I heard you. Like that kind of game where you're winning by 12 runs at any point would probably only happen maybe I will probably 12 times a year. So how often are you going to do that? Okay, I don't mind them doing it if it's that. If it's anything less than double digits, it's stupid though, regardless of the pitching. God.
1: Here's the quote from Aaron Boone. (laughs) I'm not making this up. This isn't a joke. I swear. I'm reading it verbatim. Ready, set, I think there would be a benefit to it. You would probably eliminate a lot of the unwritten rules, people running or swinging. It would be like, if you get to this point after seven innings or whatever, there might be something to that and worth exploring. The guy couldn't even articulate why it was a good idea. And I'm going to tell you why he thinks it's a good idea. The same reason I think he's an awful manager. He cannot control the game around the sixth or seventh inning where your starter needs to be taken out and you kind of need to piece together who you should bring in. And if that guy doesn't work, who you should bring in after him. And so on and so forth. Yeah, congratulations. You call in Heraldus Chapman in the ninth inning. Any monkey could do that. Any jabroni eight years old or up could tell you that Heraldus Chapman's the guy the Yankees should bring in in the ninth inning. That's really not rocket science. Now, yes, the Yankees have had guys perform well. Ronald Torres hit over 300 last year, and the Yankees let him go. So... Why is Gio Urichella a big deal? He was simply Ronald Torres' replacement because Ronald Torres was probably going to have to get traded or have significant money, which the Yankees didn't have, and Gio Urichella was a castaway from the Indians that they took a chance on because he was a solid defender. That's why the Yankees signed Gio Urichella. Now, everyone's talking about how Gio Urichella's, this great saving season. You know who really saved the Yankees' season? Luke Voigt really saved the Yankees' season. Because Luke Voigt solidified first base for the New York Yankees, which allowed Glaber to play second, which allowed D.J. LeMahieu to play third, which allowed D.J. Gregorius to take his sweet time coming back. That's really what happened. And Duhar got hurt. Around I don't know, early mid May.
2: No, I think it was before that. Wasn't it wasn't it like the third week of April?
1: Yeah, but he came back and then he got Oh, hurt again. okay, that's right. And then you look at the outfield is just ridiculous. Mike Talkman. Anyone bring up Mike Talkman ever? No. Nope. Aaron Boone found Mike Talkman? No. Nope. Aaron Boone probably didn't know who Mike Talkman was until he walked in the clubhouse. Oh, who are you here to take photos of? Oh, no, I'm your new outfielder. What is your name, son? Mike Talkman. Oh, you're a draft pick. No, I'm from Colorado. Oh, DJ. I thought your name was DJ LeMayhew. No, no, that's him. I'm Mike Talkman. Oh. Okay, have a seat, son. Hey, Brian, who is this guy? Oh, he's your backup outfielder. Oh. What about Clint Fraser? Who the hell is that? Oh. Sorry. I, I believe Clint Frazier deserves a lot better. Um... But, yeah, the New York Yankees have put together a phenomenal team. Phenomenal team. Except they don't have a starting rotation. And there is a huge gap in managerial execution between them and teams like Tampa Bay, teams like Houston, teams like, I don't know, Cleveland.
2: Giving credit for once, huh?
1: Terry Francona's phenomenal. Alright. <laughs> I don't blame him. Okay. I blame the organization structure.
2: No, you're right. Their front office is not good.
1: But um they fumbled again.
2: No, they got it back. <laughs> but they fumbled again. Not Jones, a skill uh skill one of the skill But players. they fumbled again. Yes, they fumbled again. <laughs> Oh, Rod Smith fumbled. Hmm. I mean, you took
1: a backup cowboy. Was that really a great idea? <laughs> hey, it worked for Dwayne Harris. Hmm. I like Dwayne Harris as a Giant. Right, but Dwayne Harris was one of the top special team players in the league when he was in Dallas. It wasn't like the Giants took a gamble on him.
2: No, but he was also a Rod Stewart. third receiver. Rod
1: Stewart. Rod Smith. He was never a receiver.
2: Yes, he was. No. He was a third receiver at one point.
1: Yeah, okay. But he stinks
2: as a wide receiver. I'm not saying he's good. I'm just saying he was their third receiver. But, um... You know how bad the Dallas receiving death
1: is. (laughs) There are people on this network that don't even think Dez was a one ever, and that's scary.
2: No, I think Mike was saying he he wasn't playing like a one in 2016, which is absolutely true. He was not. Dez was a one probably 11 to 14.
1: Still a one. Still a one. A one is a one is a one. And a one is a one. Now, to segue into the rest of the segment, there's a name that I'm consistently leaving out of all of these arguments Number 99, Aaron Judge. And here's the thing: great. Great role model, great leader, good New York Yankee. It might be time to kind of explore options for Aaron Judge, such as
2: trading his ass. No, absolutely. Why are you trading him on a low? A oh. Low. He's on a down year. Yeah. Not gonna so get, what? You're not going to get. That. You're not going to get the value. Aaron Judge deserves.
1: Oh... Isn't that interesting? Hmm. Hold on to the guy too long and have no value in return. Must sound very familiar to you... Mr. Metzvan.
2: Anyway... Noah Syndergaard's value's been fluctuating up and down for...
1: Not him. The other one. The one that has guaranteed high value.
2: I've always been an advocate of not trading guys on a low.
1: Okay. But you didn't want to trade DeGrom on a high either? No, I
2: did not want to trade DeGrom on a not high right. either because I think DeGrom ages well. He's not injury prone, and mm-hmm. he's very consistent. hmm.
1: After a historic season, you should trade him. But now let's shift there and judge because I'm sick of arguing why the New York Mets are the New York Mets. Aaron Judge got booed last night, and everyone's acting like this is such a travesty. Oh, it's awful, it's this, it's that. And let me (laughs) preference this, because I know that I'm going to bash fans later for heckling. Booing somebody is not heckling somebody. You understand that, right? There's a difference between heckling and booing. Booing simply means get better your performances hindering the game, or our team. There's really nothing wrong with booing somebody if you're paying hundreds of thousands of dollars to be there and they're having a down game or a down year. And Yankee fans, I think, have really given Aaron Judge a really bit of a reprieve this year because of his injuries, because of the fact that he's played literally over about half of his games. If you average out his four-year career, he averages about 55% of the games. And somebody said, well, he got hurt in 2017 with Joe Girardi. Okay, that's great. He missed, what, two weeks? He's been missing two months with Aaron Boone. But no one wanted Joe Girardi here. And ironically, his best year was Joe Girardi's last year when ironically was the last time the Yanks made it out of, I don't know, the first round of the playoffs. Hmm. I get it. If you want to move on from Joe Girardi, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not mad the Yankees got rid of Joe Girardi. Would I prefer Joe Girardi over Aaron Boone? Yes. (laughs) We know that. I think most knowledgeable baseball fans would. The guy took a Miami Marlins team that was supposed to finish dead last and damn near took him to the playoffs, one coach of the year in the National League. I really don't think that's much to say. That's a team with no talent. Aaron Boone's taking a pretty easy team to the playoffs. Pretty easy. It's like being Bill Belichick's assistant in New England. You really don't have much to do. Just stand there, look cute, and you'll be fine. However, Aaron Judge does deserve to be booed. And Aaron Judge does deserve to kind of get that New York biting the ass. Why I mean by this, now I disagree with what I'm about to say completely. But don't forget that a few years ago, there was a certain captain that got off to a very bad start. People wanted to trade him, and he ended up ending the year around the 300 mark, I presume. The guy that the Yankee fans booed, you may ask. I might be aging myself. But he's probably the greatest Yankee of most fans' lifetimes. Derek Jeter got booed by Yankee fans. A top five or six, depending on where you put Mo. Yankee of all time. Gehrig, Ruth, DiMaggio, Mantle. He's there. Rivera,
2: yeah.
1: He's there. Five or six. Some say Thurman Munson. Fine. I'm not arguing that. Probably
2: could have been, but obviously. Jesus'
1: career was unfortunately longer for obvious reasons, you know. We're not getting into that. Some people say Dom Manley. I think I think you're smoking something. Really? Yeah, he was a better player. He was pretty
2: steady and consistent, though,
1: for right. quite a long time. I'm taking the guy that won five rings, personally. But neither here nor there. It's not his fault the Yankees were got Yeah, old. I was going to say,
2: that's kind of unfair. That's fine. But he's
1: also an awful manager in his own right. True. Aaron Judge, whether he knew it or not, When he took the role as captain, you opened yourself up for this, buddy pal. You said bring on the pressure of being the Yankee captain. This is it. And you, my friend, are probably the biggest underperformer of the year. You are Aaron Hicks, but who really cares about Aaron Hicks' performance at this point? If he even comes back. Now they're saying he's not coming back for another two weeks, Boone said the other day. That's fine. That is a hundred percent I'll get through this. But the somebody's on the phone. How who do we have here?
0: Tyler, I know you're getting into uh in into the Yankees right now, but I'm getting ready to go out and I, I had a question for you. Hello, Jeff. Is it me or does it seem like the football gods hate the New York Jets?
1: Um, the football gods hate the New York Jets. Do, I mean, did you, you a see my tweet?
0: Uh, is it a coincidence that on the same day Josh Gordon gets reinstated, the defensive play caller and an important piece in Avery Wolf, uh, Williamson tears, tears his ACL? ACL. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's huge. That's a huge loss. My C.J. Mosley will obviously help counteract that, but... Right,
2: but in a 3-4 defense, you want to have the other middle linebacker, right. too. Right. Copeland's going to be fine. He's, he's not, not everywhere though. No, no. Do you no, think this is
0: God just spiting Errol Marks? Mm. Could be. I don't know. Could be. Errol marks and the beeve, they're like six huh. of one half dozen of another. You know what I'm saying? They're well, you know.
1: No, I get what you are now <laughs> Did you did you happen to see my tweet, Jeff? Uh
0: which which one?
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. I had a Twitter fight with a couple of jerks before. Um, I tweeted. Hold on. I'll find it and read it myself. I'm a big boy, I think.
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm getting ready. In case the Patriots needed any more help, Josh Gordon will be there for opening week? Uh, Yes. Yes, he will. So in this tweet, you're picking the Patriots to win the Super Bowl?
1: Uh yes, they were my Super Bowl winner uh about a week and a half ago.
0: See? You're a smart man, Tyler.
1: I mean, yes, I don't have this chair for nothing.
0: Well, we can debate that later. But does it like like you know how when people go to college and they go, Oh, I'm on the five year plan?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Does it feel like the Jets are on the five decade plan?
1: It's been more than five decades. Well, no.
0: No, it's been 50 years. Exactly? 51, I think. 51. Well, last year was the um, anniversary. Well, because they rolled out Joe Namath to hand the, the Super Bowl trophy to the yep. Patriots. That was the 50th anniversary of the Joe Namath thing. So this year we'll make 51.
1: Now, did he hit on somebody? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That was an. I, I think he's sober now. Didn't he check himself into rehab after that?
1: No. Apparently, he's doing good, which is good to hear. But it's always fun to make fun of. That, that was probably the worst interview of all time. Mm. I mean, he was—he wasn't
0: drunk. He was gone. But this is this is a bad. This is bad news for the Jets.
1: It's yeah. awful news yes. for the Jets. It's awful news for every team in football. They just got a top five receiver back.
0: Well, we'll see because you know I had texted people earlier too because you know my question is also how many games do you put the over and under on Josh Gordon before he gets suspended again?
2: Right, that's that's always an issue with him.
0: I got week eight.
1: Maybe. Um. Here's the thing. I, I'm. I very rarely do this, but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's been very quiet. He doesn't want publicity. He wants to kind of be. Under the radar, which is very hard for a wide receiver to be. But Julian Elman and Tom Brady are like guys, guys. So I'm pretty sure that if anyone's going to get him, like, hey, let's get your mind right. Tom Brady and Josh Gordon, from what I understand, have a good relationship. Uh, Julian Elman has a relationship with everybody. So I'm not really concerned about that. I don't know if they're fond of each other, but I know that Julian Edelman is a really hard guy not to like. So I'm pretty confident in saying that the New England Patriots will figure that out.
0: I mean, hopefully this could, I mean, you know, the Patriots went from everyone saying they have no receivers to maybe having one of the top receiving cores in the league now.
1: Yeah, you could argue
0: that. I mean, you put Josh Gordon on the opposite side of Nikhil Harry with Julian Edelman running around in the slot. Oof, look out, cook out.
2: That may be the most, I guess, just athleticism they've had at once from like a receiving core because normally they, like you always say, Jeff, they always find the the lesser-known receivers.
1: And that's not including James White
0: or Rex Burkhead. Or Sony Michelle.
2: Well, Michelle's not going to catch that many. Yeah, Damian Harris is going to be more of a pass-catching back than Michelle is. I don't know,
0: man. I think no, you're going to right. see Sonny Michelle's catches go up this year.
2: No, they will, but uh, again, he's still not going to be a primary in comparison to Harris and obviously White.
0: I mean, this team could be scary. Never mind the fact that I think people are ignoring the fact that they, they have a top-five secondary and probably top going five. to have a top-ten defense. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't want to discount other secondaries.
1: Mm, I'd, I'd give it top three.
2: It dep- and maybe a
0: top ten defense altogether. It
2: depends on think. which Jason McCory you'll get because he definitely played well last year, but will really do it they again? They don't need Jason McCordy. They J.C. have a Jackson's dozen other, other quarterbacks. Mm, you. I don't know. JC, Jackson's J.C. Jackson's J.C. Jackson's
0: Jackson. Jackson I, I, Dawson. They I, just drafted I, Joe Juan I trust Ronan. the
2: kids they drafted more than I trust Jackson, is what I'm saying.
0: He's I mean, probably the that's, fastest that's one they fine. have. That's fine. That's fine, but they're super deep. I
1: know. And then you add Devin McCourty who's top five safety in football.
0: Patrick Chung, who on the Patriots, when he plays with the Patriots, is a is is a top ten strong safety. Right. I think that defense is gonna be pretty stout and match that offense.
1: And oh by the way, you have the greatest defensive minded coach we've ever seen calling place.
0: Oof. I'm telling you, boy, I think God just hates the Jets.
1: I mean, green's an ugly color.
0: I mean, I do think it was fitting that they changed their uniforms to exactly match the, like, the, uh... Patriots color. No, it's
2: the, the, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders.
0: <laughs> yeah, they matched the Saskatchewan Rough Riders uniforms. Because that's where the Jets belong in the CFL. Oh,
2: Weren't they, like, the second worst team in the CFL, too? <laughs> Something like that.
0: I don't know. There's a lot of bad ones, man. I mean, Montreal's pretty bad.
2: No, I know they were Yellow. the wor- they were the worst. I-, I thought Saskatchewan was bad though too. I don't know any. I don't know much about the CFL anyway. But I, just- I I thought it was funny when they were bringing up the memes that I think there were comments like, and they're not even that good in the CFL.
0: I don't know, Tyler. Shaping up to be a pretty strong Patriots team.
1: I mean, I had them win the Super then, Bowl before this.
0: And then combine that with the Avery Williamson injury. Oof, tough luck. Top yeah, day today. Yeah, for,
1: yes. The New York Jets right now probably just went. Oh God, again. They're still going to be the second best team in this division. I thought they were that last year, but now I, got I think they ahead, uh, well, yeah. ahead of them. Well, maybe now. Yeah, maybe now I could see it. It depends on what Josh Allen is. If Josh Allen is what everyone else told me he was, fine. It's also
2: the receivers, the O line. They brought no. him in. They brought him in to improve. But how good will they be? As a team unit too, because a lot of times when you have all the same like newcomers in all at once, sometimes they don't mesh as a unit, especially the offense. Right, but the line. Bills,
0: but the Bills last year only had Kelvin Benjamin, who literally refused to practice with Josh Allen last year to get I think on the he's page.
2: Yeah, he's with Kansas he City now.
0: Right, that was that was last year, and then now they brought in Steve the Pirate and John <laughs> Brown.
2: Mm-hmm. I like John Brown. John Brown is good like when John healthy. Brown. When healthy, he's good. Yeah.
0: Steve the Pirate, I don't think, is going to be any
1: slouch either. Cole Beasley is going to be what he was for Dak. And I think that's why Dak's going to have a pretty bad year next year. Cole Beasley was not the number one option for Dallas. Cole Beasley was the third down savior for Dallas. Right. When Dak Prescott got flustered, he looked for Cole Beasley running around.
0: Right, but when you, when you match, like, the offensive weapons – I can't name a receiver the Jets have that would be better than John Brown, and I can't name a receiver they have that would be better than Cole Beasley.
1: Crowder's better than Beasley. Yes,
2: I would say so. But Zay not- Jones. John Brown's clearly the best one. Yeah, uh, I would say really, Zay, Zay Jones. Zay Zay Jones? Zay Jones- Hold
1: on. Zay Jones has the potential, though, to be a- emerge as a one. Mm. Just like Quincy and Noon- I think Quincy and has Noon- got all the town in the world.
2: I would trust a Noon- emerging as a one more than Zay Jones. <laughs>
1: We don't know. And there I, are stranger names that have come out as once.
0: And and here's the other thing, you know, not for nothing. And I realize you're going to kill me for saying this, no. but right now, I would take LaShawn McCoy over Le'Veon Bell only for the fact. Oh, really? And I'm Le'Veon Bell's probably better, but right. there's so many probably. Marks now you sound around, like the beef yesterday. No, 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 no. There's so I think there's a lot of question marks on what Le'Veon Bell is. You don't know what he is after he took a whole
2: year off. Agree, before. I have him down too. Like I think he will right. take a, I think he'll take a while to get going, but I also think he once he gets it going, he still will be very consistent. McCoy. That's is not now, a
0: beef take. I think that's a very rational take, Tyler.
1: It's not. That, that. It's not. It's not no, that. It's that not. You yeah, said probably. It's the def- Le'Veon Bell is definitively at this point in his career better than Shady McCoy. Right. Shane McCoy oh, is not, though, a slouch. No, he'll he be no. fine,
2: but he's not going to be anywhere near what he was. And I think Le'Veon... He's top-ten running back if he's healthy. Uh, I don't know about that listen, anymore. I,
0: listen, I agree with that, that Le'Veon is better than Lashawn McCoy. In most circumstances. Right? In most circumstances. I'm questioning what Le'Veon's going to be right out of the gate for the Jets. No,
2: he'll be a slow starter, but I think Lashawn McCoy will have a lot of those games, too, where he'll look very old, too. And just because of his age Now the offensive line did improve Which will help him be I I would say a little more consistent But still I think it's going to be very hard To trust him to be able to do it On a consistent basis to what he was Now Le'Veon Bell I think Probably by week 5, week 6 Once he gets it going, once he gets back into the the game shape And gets used to the hits again I think once he gets it going he'll be back To the player he is He'll be a little down overall But I don't think down enough will He'll be worse than Lashawn McCoy
0: I mean that's that's fair. I mean, I just I just worry about anyone anyone that's taking a year out of football. Jason Witten. What's that? Jason Witten. Oh my God! I, man, I listen. I hope for the Cowboys' sake Jason Witten is halfway decent, but that's another Jason one that Whitten I'm not sure. Jason Witten will not make of. the full season. I mean, he probably won't.
1: He'll retire mid-year again. He's going to get annihilated.
0: I mean, I have the whole theory that he only joined the Cowboys because, you know, the check that he was going to get from Jerry Jones was a whole lot more than the unemployment check he was going to (laughs) get.
1: Well, not only that, let's just be honest about something here. Jason Witten didn't retire because he didn't want to play football. Jason Witten retired because his body could not hold up anymore. Jason Witten gets hit a lot. Right. He was a good blocking tight end. That automatically means you're going to get hit a lot more than normal tight ends. A and B, you took a year off. That first hit you get cracked with is not going to feel like a regular hit. It's going to feel a lot worse. And every hit after that, oh.
0: oh and It's man. not even that. I can't imagine he did a whole lot of working out when he was, you know, an announcer. You know, so I think he's I don't, in shape. I'm, I don't
1: know if he's in football shape, but I think he's in shape.
0: Right, but all I'm saying is he certainly hasn't gotten faster.
1: In his prime, he wasn't fast.
0: Right. But, yeah, I just don't trust guys that, that take a year out of football. And if you think that's an irrational take,
1: no, I, no, I don't that's know. No, it's not that. the irrational part. It's just that I think Shane McCoy is a phenomenal running back. I think if he's healthy, he, I think he's going to have a pretty good year next year. Frank Gore is going to pr- prove a lot. Neither Frank Gore is going to have a great year, but the fact Frank Gore is Well, a Frank workhorse. Gore will
2: spell him out a lot, so.
1: Frank Gore is a workhorse, and he's going to be able to take a lot of the second and 20 carries as opposed to LaShawn McCoy breaking six tackles to get back to the line of scrimmage. That's what hurt Shane McCoy last year. Yeah, he's aging. Yeah, running back's at the age of 30. I get all that noise, and I understand. But Frank Gore's going to take a lot of those carries now because Frank Gore's still a capable of running back. Right. I just think that at the end of the day, Le'Veon Bell's talent will speak volumes. Yeah, you're right. He's taking a year off football, and I don't trust it either. He could get hurt more than he normally did because your body is now not used to that.
0: I mean, I feel very attacked that you said that was on par with anything the Beeb has said. I feel like... Yeah, that's a,
2: that's a little unfair.
1: He said McCoy... No. The only thing I think is what Beeb said is how he said Andrew Luck is probably better. Russell Wilson's probably better than Dak. No, they're definitively better. You said... No, but... Le'Veon Bell's yeah. probably better. Le'Veon Bell's definitively better.
2: And the other end of it, too, is LaSean McCoy is also not the same receiving back he used to be either, where Le'Veon right, Bell, saying, Le'Veon his hands, Le'Veon hands Bell will hands still hand. be that.
0: Right, but all I'm saying is for my money, like, immediately, I would take Le'Shawn McCoy immediately over Le'Veon Bell. I'm not sure what he's going to be after taking a year off.
1: No, and I get your point. I understand. Your point is right. I just don't like that you said probably better. Le'Veon Bell's talent is definitively better right now than right. And Le'Veon
2: Bell, I think the slow start will keep him out of probably being a top five performance back, maybe keep him out of the Pro Bowl. But again, I don't know if it'll keep him out from being still better than LaShawn, uh, uh, worse than LaShawn McCoy, though.
1: Barkley, McCaffrey, Kamara, Joe Mixon. Le'Veon Bell, I'm telling you right now, those are the five running backs. I just
2: teams. feel so attacked
0: that you put that on par with the beef. It's got me triggered, Tyler. It's got me so triggered right now. Triggered for what?
2: <laughs> he, does not, he doesn't want to think of himself in that same light. Well, then
0: don't say Dude, that's something not, like that. That's, no, 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 but no, that's not. That's not even close to on par yeah. with what the Beeb.
1: I'm not, not saying it's far it's, it's not close. Yeah. Well, the, the Dak and Russell Wilson thing was pretty similar to what you just did. No.
0: No, I'm just, I'm just saying, well, well first of all, it's, it, it's not. Because I think that they're, like, listen, I think that they're close in talent, M- McCoy and Le'Veon Bell. Yes, mm. Bell has been better, consistently better for a while. Yes, you're totally right. Re- but, like, you're throwing that whole thing in there where he's taking a year out of football. And I think that adds a lot of question marks to what his production is going to be.
1: It very well could. You're 100% right. But at the end of the day, talent is talent. And Le'Veon Bell didn't get less talented out of the year. His body just might not be able to hold up to NFL hits. And again, if Le'Veon Bell gets hurt, then yeah, you take LaShawn McCoy over that. Because if your running back misses four weeks of the year, as opposed to playing every as, year.
2: As someone who's already injure, injury prone to begin with. So. Right.
1: Shane McCoy's had injury problems. No, I'm talking about Bell. Right, but they both have injury problems.
2: Yeah, McCoy not yeah, as much, though, in his their, prime, their though. Issues. McCoy was pretty healthy in his prime, though. He's only getting hurt now. Probably, I think the last year he was with the Eagles, he started to get some, and then obviously with the Bills he's had not really major injuries, his but definitely in and in and I argue he
1: was the best running back in football.
2: Maybe. I
0: mean,
1: I think he's still pretty
0: good. And I actually he is. Think he's a top-ten top running back to me. I actually think the opportunities for LeSean McCoy are only going to get better now that they have – three receivers there, Zay Jones, John Brown, and Steve the Pirate. I think that's going to open up a lot more uh, space for And I'm telling you
1: right now, Tyler Croft is a good tight end in this league. He's a very good tight end. Yeah, he can be. He can be. And I think that him and Josh Allen are going to have a really nice relationship.
0: Yeah, I mean... But yeah, this I would have right now. Truthfully, I have the Bills ahead of the Jets.
1: That's fair. The Bills, the Bill. I think whoever is second, it will go eight and eight or nine and seven. So the Jets could right. go seven and nine, and the Bills go nine and seven or eight and eight, or they could both go eight and eight. I, it,
2: right. The Bills will be average either way.
1: <laughs> whoever beats up the Dolphins more, I guess.
0: Yeah, it's. I don't know, it's going to be interesting, but I just thought it was fun that, that you know, just God hates the Jets, man. I don't know what it is.
1: I don't know, but if you stick around till after the break, I'll tell you why the New York Jets will actually probably be in New York. Why what? The New York Jets will come to New York. Physically. I mean,
0: is, it, is there even space there to build uh, an, uh, a stadium?
1: You'll find out.
0: I guess I will. Next on the home stretch. You're, you're, you're listening to the World Sports Radio Network. And now the baseball team. Little League. Fantasy League. We are b- b- back with the home stretch on the World Sports Radio Network. Hello, welcome
1: to this home stretch. I am back with Speedy Petey. But nobody really cares about me. Apparently, Speedy's is the star of the show, which is fun. Neither here nor there. But, um, Speedy? Jeff, hung up!
2: Yes, he did. He did mention he was going out. Which was
1: out. not a very nice thing to do.
2: He did mention he was going out.
1: Eh, I don't really care. I really still think that, um. Or maybe
2: he's still mad that he referenced his comment being anywhere like what the beef said.
1: Well, don't say, it. I don't say it. But anyway. Huh? And the Josh Gordon, Tom Brady memes stuff. That's funny. But, uh, Speedy, due to time circumstances, I know that it's been a uh, very long week for your playhouses. Yeah, it's been. So, if you would be so kind as to take over and do your playhouses, I would greatly appreciate it.
2: right. so, we started one yesterday.
1: Yeah, well, (laughs) we're going to have to... I'll just redo it from scratch.
2: No, I'm actually not going to have you do that. I'm going to have you do it with the circumstances already in.
1: So I can't take anyone he already took?
2: Yeah, I'll I'll create a new, a new challenge. Oh, God. So I'll update it right now. So right now you have Christian McCaffrey as your running back. You have Julio Jones, Jarvis Landry receivers. George Kittle, tight end. Ali Marpet, Alex Mack, and Braden Smith on the offensive line. Bradley Chubb, Luke Keekley. Von Miller, Stefan Gilmore, Denzel Ward, and Keanu Neal on the defense, and Steven Gostkowski is your kicker. So the players you cannot take—I don't know if you wrote his down—Tunsil, Laramie Tunsil, yes. Quinton Nelson, David Andrews on the off, and Garrett Bowles Nelson on the hurts. offensive line. O.J. Howard as tight end, but uh, you already have a tight end right. anyway, so that doesn't matter. And then Odell Beckham and T.Y. Hilton as wide receivers. Philip Lindsay as another running back because you still have one more running back spot. Right. Uh, Miles Garrett, Sheldon Richardson, Dante Hightower, Kyle Van Noy, which is an interesting pick. I like him too, but I'm, that that seems like a little early. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, Isaiah Oliver, two corners I like, and Darian Stewart as a safety. So those are the players you can't take. Hmm. Uh, you do you do need yeah, two you dolphins. you need a dolphin. Two you need dolphins. two dolphins. You need another Panther, another Colt, another 49er. I'm trying to see. You're good with the Falcons, Browns, and Broncos. That's what I do know. Uh, Let's see. Mm. Patriots. You have Gilmore and Goskowski. so you're good with that too. And who's missing? Oh, Tampa. Let's see. You have Marpet, and that's it. So you need one more Buccaneer as well. So that's where we stand on that. This one is a continuation of what was happening yesterday. For those who didn't listen yesterday, the the theme was just simply NFL Week 1 Preseason Leaders. I don't even know who they are now because now there's Week 2 games going on, so I can't even look. All right, here we go.
1: All right, Steve, shoot.
2: All right, your next position will be... Remember, you, you, you wanted to build a 3-4 yeah, defense. Yeah, yeah. You told me that already. Yeah. So you, your other defensive end spots... All right. Your I had to already. You did. Yeah. You got Kittle and Daily. Oh, I didn't. Li- I didn't have Joe Staley listed here. Maybe that's right when the computer crashed. I guess. Maybe. Okay. All right. You do have Joe Staley. All right. Uh, your f- free safety, or just another safety, if you want to move Keanu O'Neill, but Keanu O'Neill really strong safety. So interesting.
1: No, oh, Keanu Neal's gonna be in the
2: box. No, I know that. That's what I'm saying. So your free safety is definitely Okay, your free safety is what you're picking right now, ben. All right, your second running back. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Okay. Your defensive tackle, nose tackle. 0-3-4. Great, Jared. All
1: right.
2: Your second outside linebacker. Darius Leonard. His boyfriend's on As we have a stupid ad again. Darius Leonard as your left outside linebacker. Okay. Can't
1: believe he left him there. I wasn't even going to say anything.
2: Yep. He took Kyle Van Noy. Who I like, but it's not near Darius Leonard. All right. Uh, slot receiver.
1: He's not going to be slot. So what I'm going to do is I'm oh, going to Landry, Landry in, slot? in the slot. All right, Jarvis I'm going to take Mike Evans. Okay. You got it. Can't believe he left him there either. That is true. Thank you. That's why I was happy you took T.Y. Hilton.
2: Okay. You're a slot corner now.
1: Slot corner. Uh, I'm Xavier Howard. Xavier Howard. Which probably means it would be Ward.
2: There's Dolphin. There is your first Dolphin. Alright.
1: So I need a Patriot. And a Dolphin. That's really it.
2: Speaking of Patriot. There's one spot where I'm assuming you're going to have it. Your coach.
1: If All I right. have to say Bill Belichick's name on this show, it All doesn't right. really matter.
2: Your guard, your second guard.
1: I can't take Quentin Elf.
2: You cannot take Quentin Elson.
1: guy I like. You don't, but I do. You know what? No, Shaq Mason's younger. I'm going to go with Shaq Mason.
2: All right. Who is the quarterback of this team? It's Presence. Present, yep.
1: All of my guys are here. Cam. Jimmy G, Baker Mayfield. Let's just be honest about something. It's going really down to Brady or Lachlan. Um, I'm not opposed for seven Super Bowl rings. So, Tom Brady, come
2: on down. Alright. Your punter. Matt Hawk. Okay.
1: That is my second Miami Dolphin. That is your second up.
2: Miami Dolphin. So, let's see. You got your Buccaneer. I'm just trying to check on the teams. Oh, you're good. You're, you're good now. Uh, are you? Wait, hold on. Colt, Colts. I need a Buccaneer. Oh, Braden Smith. Yeah. No, you don't. You don't need a Buccaneer. You just took Mike Evans. You have Mike Evans and Allie Moppet. All right. All right, so you said you were doing a 3-4 defense, so round it out with your second and middle linebacker.
1: I'm thinking you're going to like this. The second rookie on my defense.
2: Devin White. Devin White. I do like him. I think and Bill Belichick's
1: going to utilize the crap out of that boy. Yeah.
2: I think in four years you could be talking about him as the best middle linebacker in football.
1: I don't give it four years.
2: I really do. Okay. I don't
1: give it four years. I'm, say, I'm saying at the end of next season you could be saying. All right. Bobby Wagner eventually is going to come down.
2: Yep. All right. Love your offense. As you, as I usually do. Tom Brady with those receivers, that will be very nice. Let's see. Offensive line. Smith, obviously, I liked initially out of the draft, so you don't have to sell me on him. Uh, he took Bowles, and then you got Joe Staley. Yeah, I think that's perfectly reasonable. So I,
1: Quentin Nelson, for those of you wondering.
2: Right, obviously he took Quentin Nelson, so I'm not really going to bash the only thing, obviously, that I, I think he's a better player than Shaq Mason, but I'm not going to nitpick too um, too much, is uh, is Joel Batonio. That was the, the only one I was even considering. Okay. That was, I, I, I would him. take him over Mason, but... I wouldn't. I'm not in
1: system.
2: I'm not going to nitpick over that because of Belichick's system. This is the one thing that concerns me, though. You have a 3-4 defense with not a lot of size up front. Nick Bosa, 260 pounds... Grady Jarrett, not really a nose tackle. Chubb is really the only one I think that fits. That's the one right. thing that concerns me. You do not have a lot of
1: size. But look at the strengths of Von Miller and Darius Leonard. That's right. really what you have to look However, at. However, this
2: is my thing, though. When you look at the way a 3-4 defense is structured, usually you have a bigger nose tackle type to take away a lot of those double teams for those outside rushers. If you don't have that size, Grady Jarrett, I think, is... More like a an end in the system where he's going to be blocked more one on one. was the DT he took? He took Sheldon Richardson, right? So but I he didn't tell him me. Him. He didn't. We didn't get to that yet. And he didn't tell me whether he was building four three or three four yet. Sheldon Richardson as well would be a problem as a nose tackle too because he's him and Jared are very similar in size. I think it's that's is one the confused him as three four. Not as a nose tackle. He was an end. Okay. Him and Wilkerson were well, here's the thing, were right their ends, and I think, I'm trying to remember who was the... Leonard Williams. No, Leonard Williams... I think Williams. Oh, they might have the one year, maybe. Okay, but I'm talking about when he was drafted. They had somebody else, too. I'm trying to remember who that is. That's the one I'm drawing a blank on, but still, he still doesn't really have the as much size in order to do that. Now, my thing is, again, you got three of them on the same team in the Carolina Panthers. Kaywon's short. I don't know if he's really the nose tackle type, but Dontari Poe definitely is. And that's probably where you probably would have been better off going. And again, I'm okay with you having one smaller end if you wanted to, as long as you have the size to compensate for the rest. But if you don't have it, usually you want to have the balance out somewhere to help out somebody like Von Miller and really if you have two speed rushers not necessarily on the same side but on the somewhere on the line it's going to be very hard to compensate against bigger linemen because offensive linemen are not going to be 270 pounds to be able to do that speed linemen are 290-300 still and that's where I worry about this end of it
1: can I just nitpick one thing okay why are you criticizing whoever Bill Belichick has?
2: Because I still think, though, that kind of thing would not work in a 3-4 defense, even with Bill Belichick, too. Whenever Bill Belichick prioritized a 3-4 defense, who was his focal point? Vince Wilfork. Vince Wilf- when Bill- Vince Wilfork left, they drafted another defensive tackle on Malcolm Brown, who has size, a 320-pound defensive tackle, who is more of a run stopper than a pass rusher. You still need oh, those. I Malcolm Brown. Right. You still need those in a three-four defense. Now but I'm not. Chubb can
1: stop the run.
2: I'm not worried about Chubb. I think Chubb is actually the one that fits here. I think Jarrett is better as an end, and I think Bosa, he could probably be an end too. But he's—I don't know—with the, si- the lack of size around him, if he would get as many explosive looks outside looks. So I think that's going to be very hard for your defense to operate like that. In terms of a pass rushing system. Now you have the coverage linebackers. Compensate for that for sure. Keek is the physical type. Devin White and Darius Leonard are both speed types. And I think Devin White could also turn into a physical type too. As he bulks up more into his body. I just worry about the run stopping up front with the defense. I think that's going to be very hard. Where you're relying a lot on your linebackers to get there. And I, for that reason I think you would have been better off taking either a Dantari Poe.
1: Well, you're also forgetting that Keanu Neal is going to be in the box a lot.
2: Sure, but I again, usually when you look at when you look at run defense, you want to b- prioritize your first level to be able to stop it first. Like you don't right. want to you don't want to have to but have your linebackers going to be in one of the first. Levels. Sure, in certain plays he will be. I'm just saying, you don't have to rely on it on every snap to, be, to have your second and third level of your defense save you all the time. And that's where I'm concerned. If you run a play, for example. Where you have a cover let's say a cover three concept. You have Obviously Von Miller's gonna be rushing the pass all the time, but Leonard is flankered to the sidelines guarding a slot receiver. No. Keekley's in the middle. Devin White is playing at the first down line. Like you're looking at a case where if you have that kind of thing and they surprise you with a run, can they be able to get to there all the time? If it's like a again, if it's like a second and eight and they surprise you with a run play. Like that kind of thing concerns me when you don't have the size. And usually, again, with a 3-4 defense, and I know this is, this is one of the reasons why Guido doesn't like it, and I understand that, but I also, again, do think it has benefits. You still need to have those kinds of size in there. So I do think you will be losing some as a result just from that. And that's why I'm saying I think Dontari Poe is perfect fit for this defense. And again, when you talk about Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick could use Dontari Poe like he used him for it. I think it's very comparable.
1: No, agreed. I just think Grady Jarrett could do it.
2: I don't know if Grady Jarrett is big enough to do it. He's a better run stopper than he was at the start of his career, but I don't know if he's really a nose tackle. I think he's in a 3-4 defense. I think he's more of an end. And even that, I think, also takes away from his pass rushing capabilities because from a 4-3 defensive tackle standpoint, he's one of the best pass rushing defensive tackles right which is also why I took but as a 3-4 I don't know now I also think you being that you had two days to figure this out I know know you committed to it yesterday but you probably could have told me alright I want to swap back to a 4-3 that probably would have looked a little better you could put Bob Miller as an end Chubb inside probably could be tolerable I wouldn't have loved it but it would have been I think a little better than this and then you could have stuck with your three linebackers as they are, because White is scheme versatile. Leonard, I think, is scheme versatile. And Keekley's only played in a 4-3 in his career, but his, his skill set fits a 4-3 more anyway. So, I, I have concerns with that. Looming. So, let's look at the rest now, while I figure that out. So, your secondary... Let's see, Howard you have to take for the two Dolphins. Gilmore. And Ward... Okay, that's fine. McCordy is free is fine, and Neal. Yeah, so I think the rest of it's really really fine. I really don't like though the lack of size on the 3-4 line. Generally you want to have more of that. So I can't give you the A plus here. I have to give you an A, sorry. Alright, so that's your football one. So let's go now to let's see. Uh We'll go to hockey, because I know you'll like the teams for this one. So, the Florida Panthers have announced that they are retiring their first number in franchise history. And that number is Roberto Luongo. Roberto Luongo had two stints with the Panthers from 02 to 07, I believe it was, before he got traded to Vancouver.
1: I get all the teams he had a shutout against.
2: Not only that, in both stints, in his best season, in his best season. So I think it was the 0203 season where he had six shutouts that year with Florida.
1: I'm just proud I got this right and then I in, never get this.
2: then in his second stint the 1516 season he had four shutouts. So in both of those years you get the teams he shut out and you're going to like those te- these teams a lot. How many teams are there? You have you have 10 teams. Uh let me think. Should I have you do a present or a future here? Uh that's tough. I'll have you do a, a, a present here, too. We'll do future for the last two. Yeah. Because I think this one has a little more star power, slightly, than the baseball one. So, you get the Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh, Jesus. You get the Dallas Stars. Oh. The Columbus Blue Jackets. All right. The Pittsburgh Penguins.
1: Hold on. I can all write so fast. Mm-hmm.
2: All right, Penguins. The Boston Bruins. Oh.
1: Everything's
2: got to get ruined. The Washington Capitals.
1: Hey, all right. Good luck.
2: The Toronto Maple Leafs.
1: Oh, my God.
2: The Carolina Hurricanes. All right. The Chicago Blackhawks.
1: Oh, my God.
2: And the New York Rangers.
1: Yes! So, ha, ha, This is the greatest team ever assembled. So, oh, my God.
2: Obviously, <laughs> obviously, same rules still apply. I'm not gonna have you do- you could- you only need one per team. I'm not gonna enforce that. Um, oh my god. I'm just gonna, again, funnel through the, uh, the skaters, cause I already know who your two goalies are.
1: <laughs> I bet you you don't. Really? I know you know who one of them is.
2: Really? Okay.
1: Who do you think the other one is?
2: So, Blundquist is one. Yes. And Vasilevsky is the other. No? Really? I don't know yet. Okay, we'll see. Alright, then I'll have to funnel through one goalie spot. So, Alright, so Henrik Lundqvist is your goalie. We'll start with that. And... I'll cue the music. And now, your first wing spots.
1: Alexander Ovechkin, my friend.
2: Alrighty. Your second wing spot...
1: Get a Kucherov, my friend.
2: All right. You're a first defenseman.
1: Jacob trooper, no. Um. Zachary Ninsky's fun.
2: All right. A center. See Your third wing
1: spot. Patrick
2: Kane. Okay, your fourth wing spot.
1: Look at this pattern.
2: Your second center. Defenseman.
1: Hamilton.
2: All right. Another wing. Markman. Another defense. You have to come to the decision.
1: Just because I never say his name on the show, brain Okay. Alright. So he is the top
2: five goalie, the Agreed. Fourth defense.
1: Uh.
2: Alright, another wing swap If we have all the teams now. Yep. Looks like you do. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. That means I get two centers and a winger of any team that I want.
2: Yes, you have two centers and a winger spot, but we go to a defenseman now. <laughs>
1: you know what? them.
2: Alright, your last winger. Who is it? Two centers.
1: That's very hard because I wanted Tabe or Bergeron. I'm a huge fan of Alex Lindbergh.
2: Yeah, he wasn't going to make this. No.
1: <laughs> Brain point for the plate center. frame
2: point, yeah. All right, your last defenseman.
1: Taken first. Take the
2: headman. Yeah. Well Save you made the best for last. Save the best for last, indeed. And your best has been shown. I will give you the eight plus plus. You get the double for today. If it was future, I would probably you would probably have point and you would probably also have Sebastian Aho if it was future too, but Um
1: I think Ovechkin, in the present, Crosby, what do you Cougs have is fine. Obviously, Kane, I, Matthews, Panarin would be there. Marner. Yeah, I think. Mean, Marshan would still be there.
2: Ooh, so, even in present or even Marchand's in future? Marshan's
1: what? Thirty-three. Uh, let's see. Marshan's gonna play another five, six. Agreed, five, but,
2: but th- there could have been. Oh no, he's only thirty-one. Never mind. I thought. Right. It, all right, he, nah, he's, all right, that's actually fine. Because I. You uh,
1: know again, who? You know who? I probably should have taken over Marshan. Out. Pasternak.
2: Oh, that is a good one. Yeah, that would be another one, again, for future. But I also like Marchand on this team just because it gives some size. Cause you have a lot of speed winners. You could
1: make a team, again, going through that, with players I didn't take. Oh, I agree. There was a lot. Like goalies alone, you would have Vasilevsky and frederick anderson or Tugarask or matt murray or whoever the hell the Corey crawford mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of talent left a lot that that was a good one yeah good job figure you
2: would like those teams.
1: that was that was amazing all right now the problem is baseball is probably gonna screw
2: well basketball's next and we'll finish with baseball well. all right so there's a lot of not rumors, there's a lot of news going out of certain NBA players dropping out of the Olympic team lately. Oh,
1: before you do that.
2: Yes, go for it.
1: um, I would like to send my most heartfelt condolences to one DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. Oh, yeah. That is very unfortunate. Um, I hope to God that I'm wrong when I say it. I can't see your career possibly coming back after this. That's your third major injury in 24 months?
2: Right. There's only one guy I've seen recover from those kinds of circumstances. That's Adrian Peterson. That's it.
1: I mean, he could still develop a mid-range game and stuff and still play, but to be the best center in basketball, no way.
2: Yeah, especially for what he was known for, his – foot speed for his, and spacing for his size was incredible. But right. so he's not He can still that.
1: dominate rebounds and stuff cuz of his strength but
2: yeah, but he, even jumping off of those that's going to be difficult for his rebounding too. Yeah.
1: I I I really feel bad for Boogie Cousins yeah. cuz he finally knocked the bad teammate thing off. He finally showed I can contribute to a winning team. And then it just
2: ah but maybe Golden State knew something. Game two of the NBA Finals. He was the best player in that game, I thought.
1: Uh, we agreed about that. DeMarcus Cousins is the reason that series was as long as it was. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. But, may, I get, hey, uh, shout out to DeMarcus Cousins. I'll still take you on whatever team because you're a phenomenal talent. But I hope you a uh, speedy recovery.
2: Yes, indeed. All right. So, like I said, the NBA theme is based on the – USA basketball roster of what it currently is right now. So you have, let's see, ten teams. This Uh-oh. one is for the future. A good mixture of good teams. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it is mostly good teams actually, but it is for the future. You got the Sacramento Kings. Yeah. You got Harrison Barnes and DeAndre or De'Aaron Fox. Harrison on, Barnes on is not team. on this team. I'm telling you right no, now. No, no, he won't be on your team, but he's on the USA team. Is what I'm saying. The Boston Celtics. Jalen Brown is on the USA team, along with, I believe, Kemba Walker is on this team, yes. too. Yes, Kemba Walker is. And, Tatum turned it down. And your boy, Marcus Smart. Oh, and Jason Tatum. So they have four representatives on this team. Although Tatum left. No, Tatum is st- still listed there. Ooh. Unless he just dropped out. But he's, I'm looking at it right now, he's still listed there. So you have that. You got the Milwaukee Bucks for Chris Middleton and Brooke Lopez on there, yeah. on the team.
1: And who would have thought that?
2: The Denver Nuggets are on the team, and not for the representative, you would be thinking. Jamal Mason, Plum, Mason Plumley is on the team.
1: That's Coach K. Give me. That's, that's what that was.
2: Okay, that's reasonable. Uh, Utah Jazz, Donovan Mitchell, is on the team. The San Antonio Spurs, probably Greg Popovich brought him in, so Derek White is their representative. Mm. The L.A. Lakers, Kyle Kuzma, is on the team the brooklyn nets again not the guy you would expect oh, no. joe harris well <laughs> is that representative
1: i can't get the connection to that one.
2: the houston rockets i'm trying to find theirs oh no they don't have one what, what am i looking at no never mind okay they're not they don't have one i guess i saw one yesterday maybe maybe tatum replaced it or smart replaced this guy i don't know I saw it yesterday, but I guess it's not. Alright, never mind. So knock off the Rockets then, and then the Indiana Pacers are your last one for Miles Turner. I'm trying to figure out why I saw the Rockets. Yeah, I don't know. No, alright. So you actually have nine teams, and this one again is for the future. So start it off with your shooting guard. I'll
1: take Mitchell. Hope Donovan Mitchell. Donovan, Mitchell. all right.
2: All right, one bench spot. center already small forward
1: okay. all right
2: another bench spot Point guard. Starting? Yep.
1: Um, this is kind of ironic, but I'll take Kyrie
2: Irving. yeah. All right, I'm going to be a little more specific here. A bench backcourt player. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, okay. All right, a bench big man either power forward or center.
1: Power forward or center? Yep.
2: Bench big man.
1: That's Kyle Kuzma.
2: Alright. I'll say a bench-wing player, so either shooting guard or a small forward. Demar DeRozan. Demar DeRozan. Okay. Let's see. All right, I think I know where it is, but your power forward.
1: Giannis Acetupo. Yep.
2: Okay. All right. Let's see. I need a pace. You need a pace. Yes.
1: Both well, my next two picks pace. Really? Both ones.
2: All right. A bench forward. Forward. Yep. Small or power. All right. That screwed up everything. Um. pacer you were taking?
1: Um, because I have more guards now, I will take my own turn. Okay. My left side.
2: Okay. Why well, no Anthony Davis? He's still young. 26 years old.
1: I forgot he was a yeah. You can believe
2: Yeah. That. That's gonna be a big knock. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is going to be a big knock.
1: Yeah. When you said when I said Kyle name, yeah. I looked at you and I was like, alright, he's being a little anal over there, but Yeah. Now I understand why. And I don't want to hear that I don't I discredit Anthony Davis.
2: No, you don't discredit Anthony, Anthony, Davis. Davis. Anthony Davis, I think, is the top five player in the league. Yeah. I, I forgot he was a league. I'm not saying you discredit Anthony Davis. But you did forget him, and that is big. Now, let me look at the other thing. Uh, all right, DeRozan is your only spur. Now, use. I said Marcus Smart for bench forward, so I didn't really give you this option. Now, I like Jamal Murray. You took him over Kemba Walker, though? I know you like Kemba Walker. I do. Is Kemba Walker too old? Is it
1: no. I just think that Jamal Murray is younger and he's more of a facilitator of office. Okay.
2: All right. That was, again, really the only ones because I think the rest is fine. I like Bagley. Uh, DeRozinger Spur I guess, is what it is. I'm just trying to look at Marcus Smart. Because I did say Marcus Smart for your forward spot. And that's where I'm thinking the drop-off would be. Now Kuzma, I'm trying to remember. I gave you Kuzma on a, a basis of a wing or a basis on a big man.
1: I'm also the same one, though, that forgot Aaron Donald was.
2: Yeah, you did. And being that I also said Marcus Smart for four, that's really what we're comparing here. So this one I'm going to have to knock down. And oh. I'm, I'm knocking it down big. I'm sorry. You're getting a B-plus for this one. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: No, that's a little bit more generous than I would have been.
2: No, because I think the rest of the team was really good, and you really did a good job sticking to the young, but... How do you forget Anthony Davis?
1: Okay. I would have gave myself a C+. Plus.
2: No, I don't think it was that. Because, again, I think the reason I knock you down to that for the football, because football has a lot more positions to get wrong, and you probably got other stuff wrong in comparison to Aaron Donald. Basketball, it's a lot harder. So, like, you did a lot of other things really well. So I don't think it was too bad there. But that is a that is a full letter grade of a miss, though. I agree. Davis. All I right. Agree. So, lastly, we have baseball. Oh. so this one again will also be for the future, but you have a lot of teams that are also very good in the present, in that too. So, your baseball theme for this week. How many teams? You have nine teams. Your baseball theme for this week is based on the New York Yankees second baseman. Deciding to have half his home runs against one team.
1: Clever Torres.
2: Yep. So you get the other the other teams he home run against.
1: Not the Orioles.
2: Not the Orioles.
1: So the Yankees are not on this list.
2: The Yankees are not on the list. Mm. So you have the rest of the American League East, the Red Sox, Blue Jays, and Rays are on the list. You get the Minnesota Twins, the Houston Astros. The Chicago White Sox, the San Francisco Giants, yes, and Whit Merrifield.
1: <laughs> That's eight teams.
2: Oh, and the San Diego Padres as your last one. And this one will be for the future.
1: That's great. Uh, I get a DH this time. Yes, Why? you do.
2: hmm So, we will start with your shortstop.
1: I know when I say this, it's gonna take a lot of people off. But I honestly think you can make an argument. He's the best shortstop in baseball right now. I'm taking Bogart.
2: All right, a starting pitching spot.
1: For the future?
2: Future, yeah. Uh, Alright, a non-closing bullpen spot.
1: The reason why the bullpen and the bench are gonna suck is that I normally do it in an order where I know how many I have in each. I have no idea. non-closing spot? Yes. Because I'm not going to use them as a closer, or because they're not close
2: Because they're not normally closers.
1: Jalen Meeks, he's a freaking regular on this show now. Okay.
2: A your left fielder.
1: That's why this stuck. Presently, I'm telling you right now, I would cut that before. Um, Austin
2: All right. Catcher. All right, your second starting pitcher. DH. let go outside the box on this one. 4K the layer. Ooh! That is outside the box. Alright. Another relief pitcher. Not closer.
1: Ui's is both at the All of it. You know
2: what? Nathan of all these Come on down. I like it. First base.
1: Where's that Jordan play kid? Where's that kid play for the Astros? I athlete? thought he was an outfielder. Gee. I'm not
2: sure. Let's see. I'll look it up. I thought he was an outfielder. Oh, yeah, he's both first base and outfield.
1: Give me that, kid. Alrighty. He's got, what, 20 home runs and freaking 28 bats?
2: Alrighty. Alright, any bench spot. Juan Montata. Third starting pitcher.
1: Uh Blake no.
2: Alright. A closer. Damn, Ken Giles, I
1: guess. Okay. He's the only real closer that's on the list.
2: All right, uh, center fielder. Oh, yeah, Danny final. Jansen? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, another relief pitcher.
1: Uh, Chris Davis.
2: Uh, right fielder. The thing he wasn't traded. I'd
1: still trade
2: him. I know. Uh, Is
1: there a reason you're not giving me second
2: base? I'm saving it. No. Right, Re- uh, relief pitcher or starting pitcher? My bad.
1: Jose Barea.
2: What would you like to do?
1: Let's drop Garrett Cole and add Tyler to now. Okay. He's younger and I think he's actually going to be better.
2: Alright, now a relief pitcher spot. Will Harris. Will Harris, okay. <laughs> Third base. Bench outfielder. What?
1: You can probably guess who it is.
2: Kevin Kiermeyer. Correct. Okay.
1: Speed and defense matter!
2: They do. Okay, your last starter.
1: Lucas Giolito. Yes, I saved him for last bumper.
2: I'm just trying to count your bench uh, bullpen spots right now. Five relievers. That's 10, 13. Uh, so you four spots left. Okay. All right, do... Another bench spot, you can do anything. Unless you don't want it. You want more relievers? Oh, no. Okay. No. Okay. Just curious, because you weren't sure on the construction of the team. All right, you can do, again, another bench spot of anything. The Yankees
1: have won 27 straight seasons. Of, um, having a winning record. Aaron Boone must have done all that by himself. Moron. Anyway. Um. hmm. God, there's a lot. I'm gonna take a guy though that can play third or first, and he's gonna be a huge bat. My third royal. Hunter a okay
2: You still? Let's see. I think you still need a giant No, um, I don't. See.
1: Oh crap.
2: That's yeah, funny. you do. I do. You do. You might, you might want him another reliever, man. their bullpen's still actually pretty good. I'm just trying to see how many spots you got left. alright
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, you probably would want another. Would you want to? If you want a bench player, fine, but. Why? Uh, oh,
1: I have two reliever spots left.
2: Yeah, so. Alright, take your reliever, then.
1: I'll take Tony Watson. Okay. And I'll take battery, Mason.
2: Okay, there you go. Alright, and saving the best for last, second base. Jose Altuve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm we know you are.
1: The best second baseman in baseball by the way a return to the blind resume thing that I did
2: okay return to the blind resume okay.
1: mind you one player has played in 84 games and the other has played in 122 Watch this. option A the war 2.6 303 average 21 home runs 102 hits 19 doubles, and triple, and four stolen bases. Option B.
2: That's the one who played in 84 games? Yes. Okay. Option B and
1: 122, 3.3 war, 306 batting average, 14 home runs, 155 hits, 33 doubles, nine triples, and 16 stolen bases.
2: I'm assuming you're comparing those two, aren't you? Nope. Really? You're comparing Whit Merrifield to... Let's see, it was another top-end second baseman. I'm trying to think.
1: It was Altuve. Just pick one or the other.
2: To Glaber-Torres?
1: No, it's out. Al- you were right. Just pick one or the other.
2: Yes, I know what you're doing here. So, Altuve's the 84 games. Yes. I don't know what the other one is. I'm still trying to figure that out. 14 homer... Oh, LeMahieu? Nope. No, he had a better batting average than that. That's what I thought. Uh... Can you just pick the players... I'm trying to think. Uh, second base. Why
1: can't you just pick blind resume A or blind resume B? Because
2: I'm trying to figure out who blind resume B is.
1: But why does that matter? It's about the resume, not Ooh. the name attached.
2: Oh. Again, present or future if we're doing this. Present. Okay. Well, I think he's had a better year if I know who I'm... No, he must have more than 14 home runs. That doesn't make sense either. Is B Brandon Lowe? Nope. No? Okay. His
1: batting average is not
2: really that high. Okay, I wasn't... I know it was good. I didn't know if it was that good. Wow. Uh, wow. Who could BB? That is interesting. <laughs> Twins? No.
1: Nope.
2: Hmm. Hmm. What was the batting average? 316, you said?
1: 306.
2: 306, 14 homers... How many? And 75 RBIs, you said?
1: I didn't say RBIs.
2: Oh, you didn't say RBIs. you said 30, 306, 14 homers versus Altuve's 303, 303 21, and homers. 21 homers in 84 games. Well, the 84 games now with Altuve's injury history is concerning, so I'll take the B, I guess. You know who option B was? I haven't figured that out yet. but Whit Merrifield. It is Whit Merrifield. I just said it was Whit Merrifield. You said no. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm two for two. You just I, said it wasn't Whit Merrifield.
1: I know. I lied. Because you would have picked option A if not. So here we go. I'm now two for two on this. I got our marks to say that Matt Bowman is better than Paxton. And now I've got this guy over here saying that Merrifield's having a better year than Jose He is having a better Hattu year. I'll give him credit. So who's the better second baseman in baseball? Whit Merrifield. Thank you. By the way, he's a platinum glove. It's fun. It's mm-hmm. absolutely fun. Thank you. Thank you. You and Mike Guido should eat crow together.
2: Okay, I also took his durability issues into account. That matters.
1: Kyle Olet is still a Giant? Yes, he is. How?
2: I don't know. At this point, him
1: and Alex Tanney have to just be, like, sitting there deciding who wants to get cut first. Right. I think they're both going to get cut, personally, but...
2: Yeah, I don't think teams carry three quarterbacks, but I think... Letta still has practice squad eligibility because he was on the regular roster last year, yeah, he still is. and he's because he's still a second-year player. He's also still young enough where he should have practice squad eligibility. So I think they'll just cut Tanny and practice squad Lawlatta because obviously I think oh
1: Paul Perkins is there.
2: Yeah, they I brought, like Paul Perkins. I didn't realize they brought him back until earlier today.
1: <laughs> I like Paul Perkins.
2: Really, I wasn't crazy about him.
1: No, he played well for the Giants. His stats weren't great, but he he played big.
2: Yeah, I just don't think he was... I think he made a lot of silly mistakes. I don't think he was an overly consistent runner, so I don't know. Mm. Interesting. He had his spurts, though.
1: Mm. Oh, by the way, (laughs) this Bryce Harper fellow, you might not want to egg him on too much because when he gets white hot, it's scary.
2: You would just have to hope it's the second half of the season.
1: Well, luckily for them it
2: is. Well, lucky for them it is, yeah.
1: Yeah, Aaron Boone's a genius. Tanaka, Tommy Canley, Zach Britton, Geraldus Chapman. damn, I wish I could have figured that out myself. Still lost. No, they won. <laughs> oh, they did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, that news. Watch this. The did Ra- you see
2: that? The Rays know something about spin rate that no other team knows, apparently. Every time it's one of those wacky pitches, it's always the Rays. Oh. Nuts playoff sleeper sleeper, I called no, I mean like even just looking at the postseason outlook. Oh, they're
1: going to knock Not- somebody out. they're going to knock somebody out. I think if the Rays tw- if the Rays get the Indians, the twins I think I think they lose the Astros If the Rays get I don't know I even
2: think they could beat the Astros the I, Rays? Yeah, no, because both of those teams are super analytical. It wouldn't surprise me. But the pitching staff is. But the Rays' pitching is very good too, though.
1: No, it is. But I would agree with you if Lowe and Glass now came back. They're most likely not.
2: But we'll figure that out. But here's the other factor too. I think though, like if you line up a team like the Yankees or a team like oh, the Rays
1: will beat the Yankees. We said that. No, no, no.
2: I'm not even talking about them. I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the Rays either. I'm talking about if you line up the team like the Yankees or the Indians that has more pressure against the Astros, I think they would lose. The Rays have no pressure. The pressure there would be on the Astros. The Rays are going in there, obviously, with what they usually do. There's no pressure on them. They're kind of that breakthrough team that plays in a lot of different ways that nobody can know. And remember, when the Astros won the World Series, it wasn't just based on the talent alone. It was based on A.J. Hinch using starters out of the bullpen.
1: Yep. Uncon- well, the aren't unconceptually.
2: Get that. I mean the starters starter talent had something to do with it. I'm not going to say it didn't. Verlander was the best pitcher all playoff long, but it was you don't win with just one player. You need other guys to win. You hint hint, baseball's a team sport. And mm. that with the struggling bullpen with some of the other struggling starters, he had to do that. Now I think the Rays could do something like that. You just too. shaded Errol, not me. I know. I know. I know what I did. <laughs> now with the Rays having that kind of conceptual thing I really think it can be a, a wacky breakthrough that is a built for a playoff identity I really do
1: I agree with you it's just I don't think the Astros fall victim to playoff identity
2: we'll see I think I, I just think they could though I really I don't I think the Astros are the best team but I don't think they're invincible by any stretch
1: I do All right. on the home stretch <laughs> I love when I do that. Anyway, Speedy, we are in the end game now. Out on DVD. Go buy it. It's flipping great. Awesome. Awesome movie. Awesome movie. Get it. Now. Like, leave here now. You're still sitting. We're trying to. Oh, all right. Tell them where they can find us.
2: Worldwide Sports Radio Network can be found on Holy Facebook. Holy crap,
1: Matt Barkley's in football? Yes. I th- wow. I love Matt Barkley. I think Barclay. he's on the Bengals or something like the that. The Bills. Oh, Bills? Okay. okay. I love Mar- Matt Barkley in um, USC. I thought he was going to be it. At- I thought
2: he didn't. was the USC drought breaker.
1: <laughs> no, I did. Okay. <laughs> he turned out to be the extender, but that's fine.
2: <laughs> well, then the Browns drafted Cody Kessler. <laughs> that extended it more. Two. No, that's worse. No, no, no. no that boy w- Will Greer didn't look too good. Yeah, he's a project. I like him, but he's a project. No, it's just think about Cody Kessler and the Browns. Two quarterback curses all at once. Mm. <laughs> Browns drafting a USC quarterback. The
1: Royals are beating the Mets.
2: Oh, the Royals no, are their own. Tell me the Roy- the Royals something. are named by their own team now. Wow, that's progress.
1: Hey, anyone that beats the Mets gets a little bit of respect.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. Back to what I was supposed to be saying. You can find Worldwide Sports Radio Network on Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, Spotify, and WorldwideSportsRadio.com.
1: Yep, that's it. That is it. We're out of here. Speedy, tell them where they can find us. I already did that. Uh, Speedy, we're in the end game now.
2: I'll do it again just cuz I like oh.
1: it. <laughs> uh, kickstart my heart. It's time to rock and
2: roll. 99.99% of the world's got that joke. <laughs> he <Heedon>. did. <laughs> oh, your ghosts not either?
1: I mean, the ghost sitting there is better than what he did. So true um thank you everybody it's been a long week we will be back Tuesday I think yes
2: are you here Tuesday
1: I have no idea so we'll uh, we'll be back Tuesday I think as uh, the giant defense looks pretty good yes I told everybody to be careful of the Giants defense. Everyone laughed at me. Oh, well. Again, it's preseason football. I get it. But they look like they're going to fight.
2: Oh, I forgot the Giants at Terrence Feedy now. I liked him with Miami. Ooh. Pass rush depth is key. Mm, Don't
1: tell me that. Tell that to New England.
2: It's better now.
1: Oh, number 13's in the slot. Odell came back.
2: I I was about to say, I was cringing. Seeing a number thirteen catch the ball while you were doing your uh, your playhouses, I'm like, ugh. Uh, How does it feel? The offseason
1: was painful. <laughs> 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 not for Cleveland.
2: Am I a Browns fan? You should be. Then I would be called a bandwagoner.
1: No, you wouldn't. They're word? not winning the Super Bowl this year.
2: I to say they were.
1: I mean, you had the other guy go from being a Giants fan to a Tom Brady lover. That's worse.
2: True. I'm not saying it's not worse.
1: Cleveland's but. the laughing stock of the league until uh, week one of this season. Not, right, no, not right now. <laughs> well, the season hasn't started yet. You've got about two weeks.
2: Really? You're believing all the they're going to fight every over everything crap that i argue with Errol about? No. They're going to win their division,
1: though. They are the best team in that division on paper. You can't argue
2: that. No, I'm, I'm saying that you're going you're gonna to say that, oh, uh, Jarvis Landry's going to want catches. So no, I'm not. Him and Odell are going to fight. No. Okay.
1: I'm saying they're going to win the division with ease. I don't know if it's with I don't think it's with ease. but. Uh, you have more faith in Lamar Jackson than I
2: do. No, I have faith in that Ravens un- uh, overall unit and coaching staff, though. I don't have faith in Cleveland's coaching. I have faith in their talent. I'm worried about their coaching. That's why I think I actually think that division will end up being closer than you think. And I actually have it right now. I haven't done all the like the in injury factors, and I actually have it finishing a tie right now. And both teams making playoffs anyway. I
1: think Baltimore is my first team out.
2: Yeah, you told me that.
1: Sucks. If you had a quarterback, I don't know Joe Flacco, you'd be fine. But um, yeah. Oh, Kylo is running to the left? Let's see what Dak would do. Yeah, that's what Dak would do. Good okay. job, why Dak that,
2: Prescott. Why is that a bad thing? Why what? is ro- rolling out and running when nothing's open a bad thing?
1: <laughs> no, I was saying that's what Dak. That's what the goat would do. <laughs> so if the goat does it, you should do it. Oh wow, that's gonna be that's gonna be like 15 yards. He hit him out of bounds. Yep. It's preseason football it doesn't matter. Um so yeah. We're out of here. Goodbye. Oh you didn't say your slogan. Go ahead. I
2: did not say my slogan. Have a great weekend and have a glorious night. Eh.
1: What? Eh. What? I want you to add more panache to it. Try it again.
2: Panache.
1: Panache.
2: What the hell does that even mean? Balls. Oh god.
1: Get get into it. From the gut.
2: Thanks for listening. Yes. Have a wonderful weekend. Yes. And have a glorious night. God damn it. I
1: should do this for a living. Oh my God. Did you hear the improvement? That was freaking great. I give you a C.
0: Okay. See ya. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.